Good evening and welcome to this edition of the Past the Six podcast. It's Tyler Turner here. Got Keenan Greenwood, Stephen Grubb, Big Pauly D, Grace Nesmith's presence tonight. Uh, it's been an exciting week in Germany. Got a little Pokal fever, a lot to discuss over there. Um, and we're coming up less than a week now, or just a matter of days before the 2021 season starts. Feels like just yesterday that our last season ended, and I guess in a lot of ways it really was, <laughs> um, with the coronavirus and everything extended. But uh, I don't think any of us are complaining about getting football back even sooner. So, kicking things off tonight, though, lads, um, we're just gonna we could get straight to it because there is a lot to cover tonight. Um, I want to start things off with the Uli Honus news. Um, that's been something I know we've all been talking about back and forth this week. Uh, for those of you that, that aren't, um, you know, maybe haven't, haven't heard the news yet, um, he came out in an interview and called David Alaba's um, agent a greedy piranha, a money-grabbing piranha, I should say. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> fighting words there from the Bayern Munich camp. Um, I guess a little context of the situation, right? Uh, David Alaba, been there how long, Keenan? 12 years. 12 years at Bayern Munich. So from, you know, boyhood, I think at the time his father was his agent. Um, so, you know, he grew up at the club. Um, now, as we see with a lot of these guys that do get their start at the club as, as children, <laughs> um, they're not getting these lucrative contracts that a lot of these big-name players that are bought in. For instance, we saw Lucas Hernandez, um, which still hasn't been confirmed what exactly he's making, but we know that that transfer was, you know, over $80 million for Snurback. Um, and we're pretty certain that he's in the top five earners. I, th- I think that's that's been confirmed, right, the top five earners at Bayern Munich. So you can see where there's some bad blood when you've got a guy who grew up at the club, um, and David Alaba, who was a you know mainstay at Snurback last season. Um now he's coming up on the end of his contract and saying, hey, I'm ready to get paid. You know, I want to – I've given my life to this club. I want to get paid. I'm willing to stay. Um, obviously, we don't know how much of that is coming from Alaba, how much of that is coming from his agent, right? Um, you know, agents do push for money. They do want to get paid. They uh, – that's what they work off of, those agency fees and, and all of that. So there's a lot – there's a lot to, to unpack here, right? Can um, I did want to start with you, though. Um, being a Bayern Munich fan and, and being familiar with uh, how things work with Bayern's front office, um, never being ashamed <laughs> to come out and, and speak their minds. Um, Mia Sam Mia, they are who they are, right? Um, do you think that these comments might come back to bite Bayern? Um, could it be maybe a hindrance in, in these negotiations? I mean, if I'm an agent, you know, and, and, former club president comes out and says, you know, I'm a greedy piranha. I I might be feeling some type of way. I would say that this is less of an issue if it wasn't for the fact that they've already dealt with this particular agent in the past. Um, So he was, that was the agent, you know, that Byron was having to deal with, um, with some of Lewandowski's 
um, contract negotiations. Um, I felt a lot better after David Alaba came out and made some personal statements showing how much he loves the club, how much he wants to get something worked out with them. Um, you know, as a former president, you know, sort of honorary president, um, I'm less concerned than if someone like KHR had come out and said it or Oliver Kahn or even Brazo, um, you know, if they were saying it, it would certainly be something I would be much more concerned about. Um, but at the end of the day, yeah, this is sort of how Byron is. They, you know, they stick to their stance, which is, you know, we're not going to be pushed around. We're not going to be bullied on anything. When we evaluate the price or the, the negotiation, that's what we stick with. Um, and they're just not a big fan of agents in general. You know, they have the, they have their goals. They have what they expect this team to, to, to spend and they're not going to differ from that, be it players' wages um, or transfer fees. KHR has come out and said you know, he expects that uh, transfer fees will continue to rise and be crazy numbers, but that wages are really where um, things are starting to get, some, get out of hand, which is crazy to think given some of the transfer fees we've seen. Yeah, and a number that's being tossed around, a $25 million number, which would be more than Lewandowski. He'd be the highest earner at the, at the club. Um, making good money, I mean, even by Premier League standards, um, that would be a pretty hefty uh, payday, especially for a center back, right? Uh, Ole Hunters wasn't done there, though, lads. Um, he also had some things to say about the Tiago move, uh, basically saying that Premier League clubs are, are trying to blackmail um, – be dirty with, with Bayern. Um, he said uh, they're trying to blackmail us in a sense that they're waiting until the last week of the window and then we'll throw in a cheap offer. Again, he's not wrong. Uh, Steven, I think, I think you said that when you uh, sent the article to the group. Hey, he's preaching. <laughs> like He's not wrong here. Um, Steven, no, you have kind of been on the, the, uh, the receiving end of deals like this, and I'm not just going to blame the Premier League. Um, Schalke has kind of been picked apart from a lot of different ways. And, and Byron has, has, you know, taken advantage of that situation. But as someone who has seen the, the, uh, the negative side of all of this with agents and with, with money-grubbing clubs coming out and snatching young talent, what's your, I mean, what's your advice to clubs in situations like this? Because um, we've got a scenario here where Byron doesn't want to run out the contracts on Tiago. They don't want to run out the contracts on Alaba. You know, you end up letting guys go free. But at the same time, you don't want to either overpay or let a guy go for too cheap, you know? Yeah. Uh, what, what's your thinking in all this? And what do you think can change this situation of football? Well, having gone through the whole Goreska situation, the Newell situation, um, e e even with uh, Max Meyer, like – you know, before Tedesco came in, there was that whole thing where, or no, this is there during Tedesco's era where Max Meyer was saying the whole entire club was bullying him, which turns out to be it was the agent that was going by, that was doing everything behind the scenes. So, yeah, having the club and agent go kind of go back and forth, I've seen that happen personally. Um, I think at one point, I think even someone in Schalke's up higher up managers management even said Max Meyer would never play for Schalke ever again because of because of everything going on. Um, but as far as advice to other other uh, teams, I mean, just look at what Dortmund's doing right now. 
just stand, stand firm. Like they're they're not they're not letting go of that 150 mil price tag on Sancho. Uh, they're at, all they're saying is he's going to be a dormant player. Um, he has a contract till 2023. Like we're we're not gonna we're, we're in no we don't have to sell him. Now it's a different situation with Alaba and Tiago um, because their contract runs out next uh, after the end of this year. But what's to stop them from maybe signing like another year or two, and then reevaluate after those two years? Um, I think we all pretty much were in agreement that Tiago's definitely probably gone. Um, after Champions League or whatever was going to happen with Champions League, we, we are all, we're all pretty much in agreement that Tiago's gone, um, just based on everything that's be, that was being said behind the scenes uh, with what he was saying, with what agents were saying, like clubs were saying, like there was, uh, I was feeling that he was, that he was uh, not going to resign his, uh, his deal in whichever way he was going to go, he was going to be leaving Bayern. Um, now with Alaba, you have a player who's been there for, like King said, 12 years, who has been a very important part of that defense for those 12, whole entire 12 years. Um, it's, it's kind of a disservice to the, to that player who's put that team, like, who's done so much for that club in, in the years that he's been there. Um, I can I can kind of see where you know the agents coming from where it's like this is an insulting offer for what he's done for this club. Um, but at the same time, Bayern doesn't want to overpay for for a player who's coming on the end, the tail end of his career. So you kind of have to um, balance that out. So you don't you don't want to have him be the top player, top paying player on the team if he's on the tail end of his career. So, and, and you brought up a good point there. Uh, I think is, is a good follow-up question is the emotional aspect. Um, we've seen this play out in a lot of big transfers where agents play to the emotion of the club um, to get something. So whether it's, you know, saying the club's bullying their player, um, you know, kind of making the club the bad guy and our players got to get out or in this situation, um, Alba's father even, you know, came out with statements. His agent's coming out with statements basically saying, hey, this guy grew up, he, he gave everything to his club. Um, you know, playing to the emotions of the fans yep. where, where people get riled up. Um, but then on the other side, you know, I see a lot of people say, but Byron gave him that opportunity. You know, Byron continued to play him at left back. Byron played him at center back. Um, you know, Byron had opportunities and money to bring in other players and, and stood by this guy. So it, it's, it's such a messy situation. And I mean, the examples that you, you used at, at Chalka are perfect because it's uh, – you know, a club that maybe doesn't have that power that Byron does or like a Dortmund does to sit tight and say, Hey, you know, we're, we're good where we are. We're not gonna. Um... And so as much as fans want to complain about the situation that Byron's in, we have to remember clubs that don't have those financial resources um, that are really just taken advantage of. Um, and we, we talk about this off air all the time. You know, I, how mean, agents I, I, I even look back at the, uh, the, the Leroy Sonny deal with Man City. Like, yeah, I mean, like, it was, yeah, it's a very similar situation. Like we, like they, like, I remember when, you know, the whole Bayern, um, Sane deal was taking place. How there's a bunch of people on City side that were saying that Bayern were 
doing illegal moves. And I'm like, do you remember what city they was shocked of? <laughs> just, just a matter of years. Just, 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 just the same. They're doing the exact same thing. And probably even worse. But like, they had the money to like, and Shock was like, "Ooh, this is a lot of money." So, it's a, but again, the like I said, Shock doesn't have that kind of power to say no. We'll continue to watch that one. Um, thanks for the input, there, lads. Um, we're in for a crazy weekend, boys. I mean, just tensions are already so high. I think maybe it's you know a lot of guys got their summer vacations um you know cut short <laughs> didn't quite get the blow off the steam that they maybe wanted um but we're, we're in for we're in for a ride <laughs> um any other wrap-up did we miss anything we ready to uh to switch gears we didn't touch on the paciensis move from frankfurt to that's a possibility granted it's not confirmed but he's already agreed to turn personal terms to shalka um it's just a matter of Frankfurt approving it. And it, yeah, sounds like, so, and it sounds like Frankfurt's going to be paying for the move like, because Schalke needs all the money help they can get. Um, but, yeah, that's that's one transfer move we didn't really touch, touch on, but it's not it's just not completed yet. Yeah, and I knew we wanted to downplay it. I don't want to see this. I didn't, I didn't want to hype it up too much. Um, you know, I know Schalke fans are still skeptical that anything's going to happen, you know, without selling half the team and uh, you know, David Wagner's left arm, but, um, you know, it, I'm hopeful that this move takes place, you know, for multiple reasons. Pestian's a, I think he's a talented player. I think that he, he's fallen down the ranks at Frankfurt. Um, and I think this could be a great opportunity for him to continue to showcase um, his talents. He's a very dynamic striker and you get him alongside someone like an Ouz, um now with a Bicevic as well. Maybe that will be enough energy to, to get things started for Schalke. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Not going on that road tonight, but uh, but I like it. Um, right now, multiple reports are saying um, be a loan deal option to buy somewhere around eleven mil. Um, but you know, if it's a cheap loan, why not? You know, give it a try. Give it a try. Um, reports also, as Steven said, Frankfurt um, are looking to pay maybe about half the wages. So uh, hey, you know, good charity, and ho- hopefully it pays off. Um, we're gonna take a quick break here and. Uh, We'll be back to to kick off the new season. All right, boys, we're we're back. And I asked the lads, you know, in the break, I don't know if it was on the recording, but are are we ready to make calls? So the time of this recording, it's Monday about 9 p.m. Eastern time. So we've got a few days even before the Friday fixture, let alone the Saturday and um, Sundays. So I get it. It's still too early. Everyone's a little anxious. Everyone's going to say that those, those, those few words – let me see lineups. Let me see that starting 11. Let me see those buttery smooth new kits. You know, let me see how they walk out the tunnel. <laughs> let me see who scores first. It's always an excuse. Um, I'll say it like this, fellas. If, if, if you want to make some calls, make some calls. Nobody's going to be held accountable. Um, you know, there's not going to be any bullying next week if someone makes an outlandish call, um, you know. But I, I do want I do want some serious thoughts on this Dortmund Gladbach. You know this. Wow, w- what a fixture to start the season. Um, and I know that's not a Friday's fixture. We're, we're going to talk about a Friday fixture. Um, there shouldn't be on paper a lot to talk about there. But um, Gladbach Dortmund, I, I do want to get into a little bit just because I I said this last week. Um, I think I did. <laughs> these are my two. These are my two clubs right here that can put pressure on on Bayern. 
you know, forget, forget your Leipzig's, um, forget your big city clubs. These two guys right here, this Dortmund and Gladbach, you know, these are the ones. We do have a, a reigning champ, a reigning champ for a long time run in Bayern Munich, facing Stevie's boy Schalke on the Friday fixture. I don't um, like. I don't like. I don't like the fact this is the first year. <laughs> I don't like that it's open in the season either. Keeping eyes with you, and I, we're not. We're not going to talk a lot about this. It's one of those where you know it should be a routine day for Bayern. If it's not a routine day for Bayern, and, and something happens, one we're going to hear from Stevie, and two it's going to be a fun show next week. <laughs> uh, it'll be a fun show uh, Keenan just real quick actually I'll ask everybody but just keep it just yes or no Leroy Sonny getting the start no one no one gotta remember this is a recording too so you can't see the facial expressions but they're thinking they're thinking I'm gonna say no no start no start from Leroy Sonny given that Kings and Gnabry uh, played so well, and then uh, have a little bit of a break, and they're already integrated in the squad. Um, I, I think we stick with that, and we see, um, you know, a late substitution. So you're, you're thinking like a maybe a seventy, maybe even eighty minute Sane then? Correct. Yeah, that's that's sort of what I'm thinking. Is uh, you know, give him ten, fifteen minutes, maybe twenty. Um, towards the end of the game, especially if you put it away. Um, yeah. now, now, based on fitness, a lot of guys are saying that's all you can do anyway. I think that's, that's fighting words for, for Leroy? Think he's going to have to uh, juice it up with, with Goretzka? No, I'm really not concerned about Leroy's <laughs> fitness at all. Honestly, I think Sané's going to do what Sané's going to do. Um, you know, we've seen it. Just look at the numbers. Give him a full season, and that man's going to put on a show. All right, Stevie, you your Wonder Boy, the the, the childhood sweetheart, <laughs> the one year uh, Wonder Boy. Whoa, easy now, Chief. He was he had one year that he did anything. All right, you well, you think he gets? All right, whatever, whatever, man. You think he gets to start against his old club? No. <laughs> uh, I think uh, Nabry and um, and Komen have that. I, I think I think it'll take a couple matches for uh, Leroy to get a start somewhere. Um, if he even starts, because given the Maverick coming, uh, Oof. He, he, could, he could be one of those that just, that's like a second half sub. Um, an expensive second half sub, but a second half sub. Um, or, or, you know, it could be one of those where Flick decides to play with the lineups and plays him somewhere. Or, um, you know, Maybe maybe he wants to give Muller a rest one game and decides to put Sane uh, kind of like beneath mm. Lewandowski. Dang, you, um, you're saying a lot. You say I'm gonna cut you off there. You saying you saying a little too much. A Sane cam. Let's not get the fans too excited. <laughs> Polly, does uh, does Leroy get the start? Nope. Second half sub. Second half sub. All right. Uh, you know I I had the feeling that he was getting the start. Just something, something in the water. Um, but I'm not going to make that call yet. I'm going to see what rumors are saying. You know, Christian Falk, I'll wait for that. Um, the only thing that I'm thinking, because he's had these reps with the, with the German national team, uh, you know, just continue to get that going. I also, kind of conspiracy here, I, I think if Coleman doesn't get that game winner, 
and have the game that he did, I think we do get a Sané start. But I think it seems like right now everyone looking at Komen in, in new light because of that big goal, you know? Because you think about it, Stephen pointed this out. We're not sure that Sané is going to be our guaranteed starter. You know, I think a lot of people just a few weeks ago would have said, oh, yeah, it's going to be Nabry and, and Sané, you know, with Komen, maybe Perisic. Um, maybe that's just me. But do, do you get that sense right now that, that people are saying Sané is really going to have to work to get that spot? Oh, yeah. So Stevie feels that way. Keenan, you feel it's just, it's just a matter of time, or, or, or do you think that it's going to be uh, not as straightforward as maybe we thought? No, and again, that's, that's assuming that, that, Sonic, that Coleman stays healthy, right? Right. Assuming everyone stays healthy, I'm going to say Sane takes the starting role and becomes the number one option on that left side. Gnabry is the number one option on the right side, and then Komen is the man that's left out despite how great he played in that final. Yeah, I mean, the new 10 and the new 7. Well, there's the words, boys. We'll, we'll, get, the, we'll get the bets out for Sonny's first start if he doesn't start this week, um, but I, I got a feeling about it. Um, yeah, otherwise, like I said, should be should be routine day for, for Bayern. Um, big champions our next fixture so we, we we dive into just the the array of of saturday fixtures here i'm gonna run it from the top and then we can kind of dissect what we want to dissect we've got frankfurt uh, hosting armenia a uh, big one for stevie uh, union berlin and oxburg should be a battle for relegation sides um, colin hoffenheim bremen and hertha and then we've got stuttgart and freiburg um, so out of those, out of those, what, what are you most excited about? Ooh. I mean, you go and say Armenia. Uh, I mean, I, it, it'll, be interest, it'll be interesting to see them play against Frankfurt. Um, but I think the um, – I think Union is going to be interesting to um, see how they uh, come out. Because they didn't, they didn't have a very good – I mean, they won, but they didn't have a very good football match either. Um, you know who did? You know who did? Augsburg. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how uh, those two, how Armenia and Union play this week, this weekend. Um, I, I'm not going to say Armenia is going to be my fixture to watch this weekend because I probably won't be watching any of them. But um, I think. If I had to pick one, that would be it. I think that Bremen hurts it. Because one of those, I think, I feel like if if Herta wants to take that sting away from that early defeat of Pokal, this is the way to do it. And it gets them. And they, 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 it seems like they win almost every time they, uh, the first match in the Angels. Because we saw it last year. Uh, that they won three, was it three zero to Bayern or something like that? Um, so they they have. I talk about the look back here. Yeah, they that that doesn't feel like that was last season. So that I mean, Hertha has that they can start a season really good. Um, so we'll we'll I think that's going to be interesting to, to see, given both clubs' season that they had. Yeah, both I think. We, we called it last week. Both are question marks for us. You know, I, I don't think anybody's fully sold on how good hurt they can be. 
And there's a lot of question marks around maybe how bad <laughs> Bremen could be this year. Especially if Rashica leaves. Yeah, yeah. And, and that one's still, you know, kind of um, – you have to wonder where his, head at, where his head's at. We talked about it last season. Um, kind of similar story here. Uh, Paul, I see you, you sitting back. Now, remember, just, just these here. Let's not, let's not go too far because I know there are some other fixtures that people are excited about. But out of that little club there, what are you looking forward to? Hertha and uh, Verden? Yeah, I, I give you the Frankfurt fixture, Union, Colm, Bremen. Stuka, out of that little, that little Saturday, uh, Saturday morning showcase. Uh, well, I know Union is playing Augsburg. And gosh, I, I know last season I was at least a handful of times I was always shooting them up because I, I always hope that they'll do better than they end up um, with the result. And I know that, is it Calajuri is over there at Augsburg now? Transfer? Yeah. yeah. Thinking we could see some flicker of hopefully a semi-good result from them. Maybe not a clean sheet, but something, hopefully a, a, uh, a unpretty win from them, hopefully. <laughs> Not hopefully, but something from them. Yeah. I think it'll be a gritty game. Yeah, and I, I've i got – you know, I, I didn't want to touch on this too much. You know, I don't want to stink Stevie. But I think Caligari's going to have a big year. Uh, I think he's going to have a big year. Um, I think he's still got a lot in the tank. Um, Keenan, we've made our round, our round circling around the sun. Uh, what you got in these? The one that I'm sort of looking forward to the most, because I actually like all of these fixtures a lot, um, is Colin and Hoffenheim. Just like the way that those teams were sort of playing towards the end of last season. Um, interested to see, you know, does that carry over um, into this season? Um, see how they're, how they're looking early on. Um, we had big hopes for Cologne early last year, and they sort of let us down a little bit. And then Hoffenheim was sort of under the radar um, throughout the year, so just trying to keep a keep a close eye on both those teams early on. None of the yeah, none of these Saturday morning ones look look. I mean, we joked about it. None of them really callable. Like they they all look like they could go either way, um, which which makes things really exciting. All right, got that out of the way now. Um, switching gears to our Saturday afternoon fixture, uh, Signal Aduna Park, twelve thirty Eastern. Be there, be square. Borussia Dortmund. Bruce Emerson Gladbeck. It's a big one. It's a really big one to start off the season. Um, you know, I think regardless of where you stand, you, everyone's got these two teams in their top five. Um, a lot of us have them in the top three. And some people are crazy enough to say one of these teams is going to win the league. Early thoughts, boys. You know, a, a, any storylines you want to pick out or any anyone want to go ahead and go out on the limb and make a call on this one? Because I'll do it. No, no. <laughs> I got Dorman. I got Dorman. I, I, I think uh, I really like Gladbeck. I really like this Gladbeck seat. I really like what Marco Rosa is doing. Um, I can't say enough. Uh, I know it sounds like I'm not saying really anything, but I, I can't say enough about Gladbeck. But I think I think Dorman get the job done. That was exactly what I was about to say, like word for word, what I was going to say. Love Gladback, love the way that they're playing, love their coach. Coach, just got a feeling that Dortmund's going to get this one at home. All right, so we got we're not getting anything from from Stevie. 
Um, I mean, don't make the call. Don't make the no, call. No, I'm not making a call. I'm just trying. Just because this one, I'm trying. I'm trying to go back to see how these. Yeah, yeah. Look that up. Week. See how they matched up last year. Didn't they? Did they split the series last year? I'm not buying. I think they split the, the series one, last year. One zero. Mm-hmm. And then they won the second one two one. So Dortmund was two and zero against Gladbach. Oh, that year. might that might change. That might change it then. That might change it then. I, I can't I can't call too many in a row because at some point the other team's gonna win. Yeah, but <laughs> let's see. That first one was the um, I think it was early. Yeah, it was early. So it was before. Yeah, it was, and they were totally different teams. Yeah, uh, was, I mean, it was, it was totally way, different. Dortmund. It was way in way and. Totally different Gladback too, because that was before Gladback made their um, their run at the top. Um, but I mean, th- th- this is one of those where I can see it go either way. Um, it- it's gonna be a- it's gonna be a close one. I don't think it's- there-, there was that one year where it was where Dortmund just crushed Gladback. It was like six zero or something like that. It's not gonna be like that, but th- th- this is gonna be. This this matchup is gonna be crazy, and I and I'm hoping I'm hoping it's a it's a good one. I'm hoping there's a lot of goals, um, you know, because we talked about this too. My fear is is Bayern comes out. I mean, I mean, it's not really a fear. Like I wouldn't be upset if Bayern comes out and just smashes Schalke. Um, but it's kind of my fear because we got new fans this season. You know, people sign up for ESPN Plus. I don't want that to be the narrative. Like, oh, look at Bayern. You know, bullying the league again. They just came off you know eight straight titles and they're going out and and doing this. Um, I don't want that much focus. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want this to be a good game because this is what we're going to see this season. Um, I don't know. That's 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 just kind of me there. I, I really want this to to be our marquee fixture, you know, to represent the Bundesliga. Um, I want goals. I want a really exciting game to, to showcase things. And plus, it's the afternoon game. You know, if you're on the West Coast, you can get up and watch it. The East Coast, you can grab some lunch, you know, maybe a drink and, and catch this one. So, I'm really excited about this one. Um, I just think it's it, on paper. It shows everything that's, that's exciting about this league. You've got Jaden Sancho still there. You've got all the young talents at, at Gladbach, you know, um, always exciting. Always exciting. Um, and Royce is fit, which is always a big plus for, uh, for Dortmund. Um, another exciting club um, that, that, you know, I feel like we all kind of see as a, as a dark horse this season, maybe without Timo Werner. Um, the Sunday morning fixture, we got Leipzig and Mainz. Um, this one might not be as straightforward as, as some people might think. I mean, the, this Mainz team can can cause problems. They got a good attack. Uh, sometimes questionable on the defense, but uh, you guys think this this is going to be a good game, or do you think that that RB is still going to show that they are RB even without Timo? I can kind of see both ways. Um, I think mine showed last last year that it could be, it is possible to um, cause problems to RB, even with Timo. Um, look, look up how that series went last year. Too. Yeah, they, went, they had a late season win against uh, Dortmund. Well, the first game. Oh, that's, that's this year. Uh, let's see. Well, the first game wasn't very close. It was 8-0. So yeah. that wasn't very close. <laughs> and the next one was about the same. 5-0, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, 
Yes, take back your words. You, you're thinking of them in dormant. You're thinking of them in dormant. No, no, I'm I'm thinking like their attack at times last year for other teams, right? For other, yeah, like like they maybe they, not against Leipzig. Well, because like you, you, they they push Bayern to like to like the 90th minute. Uh, they push Dortmund. They, they push. They push these. T- these they, they they push these uh, top level teams to the limit a lot of times. Uh, but do they win? No, but. So they're 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 not going like now. I will say this. I will say this. Look at the stats. I think Timo had a had a brace in one of them. He had I think a hat trick in the other one. Yeah. So let's look at that too. You know, was it RB or maybe Timo just loves playing against Mites? And I don't think he's going to be playing against Mites much now that he's in Chelsea. So. But I'm 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 also wondering because this Mites team they also had a pretty big winning in Focal. Um, they won five one, so maybe there's something going on. Maybe, maybe Mines can surprise someone this year. I don't. I, I think RB is going to take this one. Um, maybe maybe by a, a goal or two, but I I, I think Mines is going to show they're a better team than they were last year because they were my dark horse last year and they didn't. They were definitely not dark horse. And for those of you listening on the podcast, Stevie is wearing a Mites kit tonight. So I'm, I'm trying to push the envelope on the, on the upset alert here, uh, but it doesn't seem like anybody wants to take the bait. Keenan, Pauly, you kind of in the same boat. Don't, don't see Mites pulling this one out. I would say that uh, as long as Leipzig isn't asleep, that they're going to get the win. I don't know by how much, but th- yeah, Leipzig's going to win. Leipzig. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, say, I'll say this: uh, Schalke has a better chance of being Dortmund than, or Schalke has a better chance of being Bayern than Mainz has of being Leipzig. Yikes! Yikes! Whoa! But just when I, just when I thought, no, nah, you're gonna leave it at that. You're gonna leave it at that, buddy. You're gonna leave it at that. Ooh. I wouldn't say all that. I wouldn't say all that. <laughs> how, how quickly can this Paciencia suit up? <laughs> I mean, they said he might. They said he yeah, might be there. Yeah, That's a striker. Here. Just give him the service. <laughs> uh, no, nah, you, 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 you're, you're saying some things right now, buddy. I, no, I'm, I said, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not saying this. I'm not saying no, I know you're not saying going it's going to happen, but, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Julian Nagelsmann came out uh, last week, you know, basically said they, they're not going to find a like-for-like like match, uh, you know, for Timo Werner. Um, they're just not. You're not, you're not going to be able to go out and buy another Timo Werner. Um, I respect him saying, you know, but he's like, we're going to have to find, you know, pieces that, that can, can give us something. I think that's my only thing is, is they still haven't, um, you got the Angelino deal, uh, which is, which is big. Um, and you know, you, you Sean looked good. Um, I didn't, didn't see the, how I performed in the Pokal. Um, but I think some of their, was it one of the friendlies? Um, what were we, what were we talking about, Keenan? Um, can't remember the game now. Um, oh, was it a friendly? I thought it was the Pokal game. Was it the Pokal? Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was the Pokal um, where he where he got to start. Um, so he's got the pace, and it's Nagelsmann talked about before. You know, he's got the pace to complement, and whether we see him with Paulson, you know, um, we'll have to see. But I, I guess all that to be said, I still feel like RB is kind of figuring things out at the top. In the midfield, oh, man, you know, they're set. 
big set. They, they, they've got talent for days, very versatile players. Um, still held on to Emil Forsberg, too, which, which Keenan and I talked about off air. This is a guy that we thought was going to be gone. You know, he was going to get a lot of playing time. Still there. Maybe, you know, got something to prove. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I got my stuff. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. Um, last one to round things out, though. Uh, Wolfsburg, Leverkusen. Another one that's. Yeah. At times, one of the best attacks in the league, again, with Kai. So, you know, we would talk about that against arguably the best defense in the league. Um, in, the, in, in Europe. Yeah, in Europe for, for a good chunk of the season. Um, people slept. People slept. People slept. This Wolfsburg tie is tough. Um, they're not an easy team to play against. Uh, do you think, you know, to kick the season off, they could cause some trouble for, for Leverkusen? Or is that, is that even the conversation? You know, I think – like, is Wolfsburg necessarily the underdog in this? Mm, no. I, maybe? It's, it's, hard, it's, hard, it's hard to tell. Um, just because Leverkusen maybe last year would, probably would have been the favorites. But I think without Kai and um, Ballman, I think that changes things. Um, if I had to go with it, I would say Leverkusen is a favorite uh, 55% to 45%. So basically a wash, but slight edge to Leverkusen, just in who should be the favorite. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, and I, and I, I only say it, you know, for a more casual fan, you know, coming in. Um, because I think for fans of the league, you see how tight this is. But, like, for a casual fan uh, – I kind of get the sense that, that people are – and maybe it's the Kai effect that I'm thinking of, but people maybe are a little bit more familiar with, with Leverkusen, uh, you know, the likes of Leon Bailey, um, just a more, uh, more exciting football, I should say, you know, for, for, the, for the casual. So maybe you're a little bit more familiar with that. Um, because Veghorst, you know, isn't going to come up uh, in highlights every week, but he's a beast. He's a freaking beast. I mean, he was one of the top scorers in the league last year top scorers in the league and he will be again this year um and they've you know maxi arnold another one this is a guy we see him week in and week out but you're not gonna hear a lot about it so i, I kind of feel like people people are a little sleep on wolfsburg um from you know my early prediction on this i do have wolfsburg winning this one um i i think that i liked what we saw from chick i like what we see from from leverkusen getting things going uh, but I do think there's going to be a learning curve now coming into the league, especially against the defense of the caliber of Wolfsburg. Um, now, without the creativity of Kai, I think they're going to run into some problems. I said it last week. I, I think we're going to see a lot of possession, uh, but maybe not that final touch that we would have uh, with King Kai. Ollie, I know you're a big leg horse fan. How many is he getting? You getting a brace? At least the goal. We'll see. I think they'll hold it down. Max will do his stuff. I know Gerhard was um, going back to his old self in that um, poke hall match. So, yeah. I think Wolfsburg will get a... So, for, you know, for guys that, that didn't want to make predictions, I think that was pretty solid. You know, we, we threw some calls out there. Nothing too outlandish. Um, you know, Stevie had a couple missteps there, but... Uh... 
That's I didn't crazy. say. I, I said <laughs> if I, I said Schalke has a better chance of upsetting Bayern than mine's upsetting Leipzig, which is probably is probably factual. I got you. So zero, a zero versus zero. <laughs> I, I'd say two percent versus zero percent. Oh, two percent. That that sounds a little high. Well, hey, but hey, I mean, Bayern lost a hurt in the first game of the year, so yeah, it happens. That doesn't mean it's going to be. That's going to be the uh, season. But again, this is a whole different. This is a whole different Bayern team than last year. So they're hungry. Uh, Kingsley says he's ready for the second trouble. All right. Any, any, did we miss anything? Any anything else before we call it, boys? Pride. We haven't gone too far down the rabbit trail tonight. Proud of the the focus, the focus. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I'm just I'm ready to start watching it. I'm ready to see it again. Um, there's just nothing like that first match day. Um, that feeling that anything's possible, right? Um, savor it while it lasts. It's, it's that it's that one year where where no one has any expectations going into the games. You don't know how each team's going to stack up until uh, until I would say a good month or two into the season. Like even the first month, you still don't know what teams are going to look like. I mean, we, no, I mean it's, it's we, crazy. We, like we, we, we yeah. thought we thought Schalke was going to be a better side going like after the first half. Then, and that's what that's what I'm saying. That that's what's so exciting. And now my dog's barking. I didn't know Timo was here again. Timo, go home. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's crazy those storylines that you get in the first half. Stuff that because we could sit here and make calls all day, right? Um, I think it's interesting to me this year, too, because um, we had last season the, man- the new managers, right? Um, that we-, we had a ton of new managers um, that-, that made a big moves. You know, obviously not starting the season, but we had Flake coming in late, David Wagner with, with Schalke. We had um, Marco Rose, Gladbach, and Julian Nagelsmann, and we saw the impact that all of them had. And then also the Lucien Favre, who that, you know, last season – we knew he was on a hot seat coming into this season. You know, he's, he's gotten the reins again. They say, Hey, we want results from you. So it's, it's, it's an interesting turn now where we see flick achieved everything. We saw Wagner start out strong, you know, and now coming in with a lot to prove. Um, and then, you know, Marco Rosa and, and Nagelsmann, I think can be proud of what they accomplished but I think they both are going to push to do even more this season. So it's really exciting. It almost feels like a sequel year, you know, like, like we had so many new storylines last year and, and now it's kind of the sequel. Like what, what can these managers do? Cause a, a lot of expectations are out there. Um, if you're new to the league, uh, we're excited to have you. If you're new to the podcast, we're double excited to have you. Um, as always, you can find us at past the six twenty twenty on Twitter. Um, we're not dead. I promise we'll be back. We, we went on a little hiatus, I think, with, with COVID and uh, Champions League anxieties. You know, um, we'll blame it on that. But, yeah, we're back. We're back. We'll, I'll tweet out tonight. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Past the Six Podcast, uh, Past the Six Podcast on YouTube. Big shout-out to Keenan. Uh, he's been pushing our video editing um, into the, the new century. So we're, we're excited about that. Uh, I think that's it, lads. It feels weird because we, we normally would get to this point and, and start rambling and like have some some epiphanies, like some some really deep stuff. 
that may or may not make it on the podcast, but it will be remembered. Um, Can I see my What's that, Polly? I was saying ties full of shiza. That's like Whoa, okay. All right, we got our we got our demonetization of the night. <laughs> um Wakehorse will challenge Lewandowski for a scoring title. Hey, let's get let's get that real quick. Let's get that real quick. Right now, right now. Anybody you want to give top threes? Top threes? So Lewandowski, Wakehorse, who's your other one? Holland. Like Holland. Holland. All right, all right. I like that. Get in your top threes. Lewandowski, Holland. But you got like shake up there. I thought about it. Um, I'm gonna go Gnabry. All right. Follow who you got? Nikolai Muller. He's number one on the check. Check <laughs> Um, I feel like we'll see a resurgence of uh, Cranbridge actually from Hoppenheim. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. I think, I like that. I think he'll be in the top three scores. I think that's a safe, safe um, estimate. I like that. And then you got Holland and, and Lewandowski up there. Yeah, of course. At least. <laughs> You know, I, I don't want to take a student, but the assist, the assist leader is the one that really intrigues me. Because can Thomas Muller keep it up? We've got Sancho back for another year. And I think that, he, I think that he's going to have an even better season than he had last year, um, especially with all the talk this summer. I think he's going to have phenomenal and a, and, and a healthy Royce. A healthy Royce, you know, at least to start the year. A Leroy Sané. A Leroy Sané who knows how to distribute the ball. Although he didn't show up for Germany, I promise you, he knows how to distribute the ball. Uh, did he? Did he lead the, the Premier League uh, that year with Chelsea? Was he close? No, it was before De Bruyne took the crown. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, not Chelsea. Why is my mind always on Chelsea right now? Uh, City. He was up there, though, wasn't he? For assists. Yeah, he was up there. He had. Um, he actually had a high like goal and assist, similar to what Sancho has been putting up over here. Yeah, the two of them. I, two. I know. I know it's confusing when uh, Chelsea wears the same color as the city. Look, man, Chelsea is like, I don't know about it's just that. It's real right now. Like Chelsea, this Chelsea, that. I am. It's exhausting. But on the but top of Chelsea, yeah. Thank, thank you, thank you, thank you for bringing up the free Adoy movement. I think that's a perfect way to, to end the show. If you're a long time listener with us, you might remember. We always ended the show. I think we had the Sané watch, but for a very long time, we always ended the show with the free Odoi. Um, so we're going to bring that back. Uh, Stevie thinks he's going to Leipzig. Hey, look, I'll take it. That would be fun. Uh, but I think he's coming to Bayern. Uh, the rumors came out today uh, that there was some talk um, about some movement. So we end the show just like that. Hashtag free Odoi. Past six podcast. We'll see you next week.